else, mate, here talking about Delta 8 from the guys at Yo Kratom. You might be in a state where marijuana is illegal. I was at Skankfest recently in Texas. You can't. It's You can't. You're not allowed to. People can, but you're not allowed. it seems like you're not allowed to. I did not know when I was Skankfest that I was smoking Delta 8 joints because it's weed, man. I don't know what they did, but they did it. So if you're in that place where they're like, mur, 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 you're not allowed marijuana, screw them, Delta 8. That's what's up. Problem solved. Gummies, vape pens, they got it all, and it does the job brilliantly. I am a huge fan. So make sure you're over 21 and all that stuff. And if you want to be a part of that and you're in a town where you might get vibed, then go to yokratum.com and use the promo code Ellis, and you can get 25% off those bad boys. I'm telling you, man, I wouldn't lie. I got vape pens, and they're vape pens. Delta 8, I don't know, THC. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I just know what high feels like, and this is the holy field. It does it. Once again, yokratum.com. Use the promo code Ellis, 25% off. Thank you, Yokratum. Oh, mate, Ellis Mane here. You know me as a guy that has been with on it for as long as you've been listening to the show. Uh, they were a shout-out to Aubrey Marcus for suggesting that I do some podcasting. That was a good idea. Uh, so I have a promo code there. You all know it, onit.com forward slash Alice. If you're looking to get in shape, you're looking to get fit or maintain, it's very convenient, man. Go to their website, check out all the different things. They have all different kinds of exercises. They have so many different things to get you on track mentally, physically, uh, and even the clothing. They have everything in there, the best of the best when it comes to that stuff. And if you want to discount and notify Onit that you're a supporter of the Jason L Show, onit.com forward slash Ellis. Thanks, guys. Yeah! What's up? Shut up. Thank you. Enough, well, you plebeians. What? It's telling the rabble to quiet down so we can get on with the goddamn show. Did you say plebeians? Plebeian. What's plebeian? I don't know. I said... <laughs> Wait, you don't know? You're just saying it? Let's see. Fucking I do, show off? I, I do that a lot. Let's see. Hey. Am I, am I yeah, plebeian. People that live, live in uh, plebia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Common people. Plebeian. Oh. Yeah, commoners. Riff raff. Who... Not us. Then. No, all the people going, kick it away, kick it away, kick it away. All right. I was pretending they weren't all raw dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't ruin it. <laughs> That's a huge crowd. We're huge. Everybody chants our name. We have a guest. Yes. Sup? Yeah. Hello. How's What's it up? going? What's up, guest? Thanks for having me. Tim Thanks. Chenarangsu. Hey, hey. Chenarangsu. What's up? Man, yeah. you are a hardworking guy. I, you know, I try. But then I talked to you before the show started, and you said, yeah, I used to work. <laughs> Now I just do podcasting. Yeah, you know, I mean, times have changed, bro. Because <laughs> your YouTube uh, 
channel is a flex. You got a lot of work, a lot of work with a lot of people. Yeah. And it seems like you had to really hustle to get your foot in the door and and you've done well. well done well for yourself. Thanks, man. It's been a long time. I mean, it looks like a lot. I mean, it is a lot, but it's been like I've literally been on YouTube for like 15 years. So it's fucking, it's a lot. And that was the thing that got you the uh the other jobs like do you think that was they were like whoa check this guy out and that's how you got it yeah it helps it helps i mean originally you know i was like you know i hadn't i was had an agent and i was going on auditions and stuff like that and luckily like i stumbled across youtube before anyone even knew what it was and was uploading anything and uh i thought like oh this could be a good way to just get my face out there so i started just putting up like stupid sketches and like i was rapping and freestyling and stuff and then uh Eventually, the more people watched, the more seriously I took it. Kind of started putting a little money into it, and then, um, and then I got the opportunity, like for like for wilding out. That was definitely a result of like the internet. They saw you on YouTube and and picked you, or did you audition? Um, um, Nick Cannon. He he tweeted. He, <laughs> he was like, "Who's the funniest person online? Whoever gets the most retweets of of hashtag wilding out needs me. I'll audition personally." Oh, okay. And at that point, I kind of you know I had like. Uh, a decent fan base so I had like my minions retweet you know what I'm saying and, yeah. then, and then someone DM me asked me if I wanted to audition and I auditioned and, and that was that so hip hop rapping was your first skill yeah I mean it was a little I was always like a kind of funny guy and then uh, you know I, I started like trying to rap in junior high high school but no you didn't do stand up I never like I dabbled I dabbled but I started dabbling in stand up at the same time where I started my YouTube and I, and I thought like I really got to, if I was going to do stand-up, I wanted to take it seriously and, yeah. like, really, you know, put my time into it. And, like, the YouTube shit was doing all right. I was making a little bit of money, and I knew stand-up for starting out stand-ups was pretty trash. So I was like, yeah. let me just commit to the YouTube shit. You know? Not a pretty smart, really. I did all right. What about acting? Because it seems like you got a, a bit of a, a talent when it comes to that, too. Thanks, did man. You, did you go to any schooling with that, or that's just you? Uh, I mean, like, improv classes at Cerritos College. That's about it. Do you think that helps? I mean, it's so many of the greats have come out of Cerritos. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it definitely it definitely helped in terms of you know getting on Wild and Out because improv because Wild and Out is like an improv show. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, but I'm still trying to you know I'm still like going on auditions. I got the I booked the occasional thing, not really. Asians are kind of cool to cast right now, so it's That's like good. it's 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 nice, you know. Is it uh, difficult to be successful and want to audition? Because I found uh, I accidentally auditioned a few times because I was a professional skateboarder and I had an agent and. All of a sudden, I'd be in a casting room, yeah, and they're like, "Yeah, you're trying out for this role." And I'm like, "One, I don't even know what it is. I can barely read, and I don't care. <laughs> so I don't think I'm going to get this." Right. But it but seemed humiliating, and I, <laughs> and I made a mental note, like, "Hey, Jason, don't do those again unless you really know what you're doing." And 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 I feel like if you're successful, you're you're doing things. You got your podcast and your YouTube thing. You can kick back on. How do you get the drive to go get humiliated again? I mean, Sorry. I mean, you know, I'm I'm just I'm really good with dealing with rejection. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? First of all. Because you gotta be, right? For that fucking job. I feel I, like they just keep Yeah, man. I'm telling you to do shit. I think that's an important skill to have, yeah. you know? It's like, especially in the entertainment industry, it's like you kind of get used to, it. especially it's something I always wanted, right? Ever since I was a little kid. So there I feel you like you go through so many years of like auditions and meetings that go nowhere and like people telling you like I've literally had like five or six different people like all right man I got this movie we're shooting it 
we're shooting it in India, we're going yeah. this summer, and then fucking it just nothing, it just fizzles out, and nothing yeah. happens. So it's like you kind of build up in your mind. It's like, eh, this is what I gotta do. I gotta go for it, and then I'm probably it, it's nine times out of uh, a lot. It's gonna be uh, no, no, like nine times out of. 99 out of 100 times is going to be no, but right. then there might be that one time that like, it's like, all right, cool. It works out. And that's what it's all, that's what it's all about. I know? got introduced to Greenlit around the same month that the show uh, didn't go on air mm. where they were like, your show's Greenlit. And I'm like, what does Greenlit mean? <laughs> like, it's a fucking done deal. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool. Greenlit. And then uh, it didn't go on TV. Yeah. So I was like, note to self, you guys are, Completely full of shit. They can light it. They can light it as green as green, and it's, it'll still just fuck up. I got one of my boys who I've been doing stuff with since high school, and he's like the writer director of our squad. Um, he used to be like pissed at me because he would be like, "Yo, bro, we got this movie deal. It's coming down the pipeline. It's ready to go." And I'd be like, "Okay, cool." Because I and he and he like he pissed. He's like, "Why aren't you excited?" I'm like, "Bro, honestly." You know, we've been through this enough. We know how it goes. And he's like, man, you get more excited when the fucking McRib comes back than when I tell you we got a movie deal. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's because when I see a sign that says the McRib is back, I know I could go to McDonald's and buy a McRib, yeah. you know? And it's there for me, you know what I'm saying? So, Wait, you really eat a McRib? Oh, yeah, I fuck with the McRibs, man. You eat that white bit. Uh, I, it's like a bone that's not a bone because it's a burger patty. I eat the whole bit. Do you like the white bit? I enjoy the whole bit. What does the white bit taste like? It's um, you know what? It's like uh, it just tastes like. Is it mushy? It's a little. It's a little mushy. Is it like marshmallows but meat flavored? No, no. It's a little. It's a little firmer than a marshmallow. I know that he offered me Wendy's. He had a <laughs> Wendy's meal in the car, and he was like, "I got a Wendy's meal here. Uh, if anyone wants it." I was like, "You have come to the wrong place." I'm What's not- the white bit of a McRib that you're talking about, dude? The McRib is on the fucking TV as a rib, like it's meat. Rib, meat, rib, meat, rib in a patty that goes in the bun that you bite through. Yeah, yeah the exterior so, would lead you to believe that there's so bones. It, it looks yeah. like there's. It's no. It's no white. It's no like different color. It's just it's shaped to look like oh. a, a rib. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but, I thought it was like white. <laughs> nah. It was like meat and then white paste. No, I think they just shoot a bunch of slime into a mold, press it, yeah. and some of that slime happens to be bone. Meat shaped. slime. It's not just <laughs> slime though. Yeah, it's I, pink I worked slime. Right. <laughs> I worked at McDonald's. It's it, it's slime. There's a lot of slime, but it's tasty slime. <laughs> you love it, huh? Like that's. Do you I eat all that, it. or do I, you ever eat good food? No, no, no. Yeah, no. Have you tried ribs? No, I love ribs, <laughs> See, and that's and that's the thing. I I tell people this all the time. In, in defense of McDonald's, right? It's like, yo, oh, good luck, bro. Like I've fucking, I've I've traveled, you know, all over the world. Yeah. Um, I've eaten at some pretty fucking bougie spots. I love all the bougie shit as well. You yeah. know, I have a few like food shows, but at the end of the day, Me I'll too. still fuck up some McDonald's. Yes. I think the pickles are real. <laughs> right. Be- That's actually slime. Like, <laughs> same mold as the McRib. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll definitely pay, like, you know, like $300 for a fucking tiny piece of A5 Wagyu and love it. And then, but like, the next week, I'm like, you know what? I think I want a McRib. When you travel around the world, do you stop at different countries' McDonald's to see what they're I have to see if they're better, different. aren't they? Sometimes because, because I've like, done that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in Singapore, they had like a green curry chicken sandwich, which was crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I try to, like, you know, sometimes I'll test it out. I've been wasted at McDonald's in Germany because they serve beer. Yeah, and right. Like, and it's legit beer, too. I went to a McDonald's in Venice, Italy that was playing Sex Bomb by Tom Jones on a loop. <laughs> on a loop? <laughs> I think they wanted us to leave. Oh, I was going to say. It was late. We were late the only as... customers, and they just, I was like, wait, 
I think you, that's this is the fourth time I've heard yeah, sex book. You're looking for a fight if you play that <laughs> twice. That's crazy. <laughs> That's you were so like kind of raised in a restaurant, right? Yeah, my family had a Thai food restaurant for 20 years in uh, in Paramount, California. Can yeah. you cook? I cannot cook. I make some good scrambled eggs. What? The fuck is that? That's not <laughs> you even- were raised <laughs> in the answer kitchen. is no. I know. It's just, look, my mom is so good at what she does. There was never any any reason for me to learn. You know what I'm saying? Now I probably, I'm looking, now that I have like a, a family and a child, I am like, maybe I should learn some of my mom's recipes. Or but. just give your kid Wendy's for the rest of your life. Or that. Kids love McRibs. Could you honestly do some of your mom's recipes just based off watching when you were a child or too technical? I mean, you know what? Here's the thing. It's like my mom's recipes aren't ever uh, recipes. It's like she knows what she puts in them and it, she's all just playing by, you know, it's all just like this, this, and that, Handfuls little bit, this, little bit of, of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's never, if ever I'm like, hey mom, can you give me this recipe? She's like, give, give me a day because I need to write down what I'm doing. Right. You know? Um, so you do do it. Sometimes you get one and you make it. Um, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not even it at all. Is the stuff that your mom makes at home different from what's in the restaurant? Because I feel like Thai people must, when, when people go, oh, we'll all have the pad Thai. Get out the peanut butter. First of all, yeah, I, I hate, I don't, I don't want to shame anybody for loving pad Thai because pad Thai is great, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely do tell people it's like, look, man, it's like the, you know, it's the most uh, basic level Thai food you can order. So whenever I would take my homies to the restaurant, I would always try to put them on to like the real shit, you know? Like my favorite Thai dish is like this, uh, it's called pat pao. It's like ground beef with like spices and mint leaves and like put over rice with like a hard, with a fried egg and like, oh, it's fire. That sounds fun. It's yeah. It's great. I don't mind that. Yeah, it's really good. Speaking of uh, eating things, I saw online you were curious about eating your wife's placenta. Did you ever follow through on oh, that? Oh, no. I, I ate my wife's placenta. Not the no, whole thing. You wait, when you said bite, eggs. Right? Half of when, it. When you said you could make eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how do you prepare? Is it like sautéed, air fryer? So uh, here's, what's, here's what's interesting, right? It's like, um, so I know I realize this is weird. Um, <laughs> because normally when people eat the placenta, it's it's the woman eating the placenta after she gives birth. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Hang on, let's take <laughs> a let's take a quick break for a second. We'll, hang on, we'll do a commercial. Oh, mate, we're talking about Nomad, sponsor of the Jason Ellis podcast. Do you have a phone? If you're listening and you have a phone, smartphone, you know phones. You might want to check this out because do you want your phone to look like a dog? Do you want crappy phone charge? You know what I hate when I'm in a hurry and my phone goes flat and my car charge doesn't work and then I buy one at the gas station and then it doesn't work after like two weeks. That really pisses me off. But Jason, Jason, I've got a new iPhone 13 and an Apple Watch. Surely Nomad does not have products for a guy like me. Glad you brought that up, Michael, because yes, indeed they do. They've got everything. They've got very fashionable, all different kinds of colors. And they're, I've, I've been using it for a while now. They last. I'm a guy that is rough with his equipment. And usually when I buy a phone case, it has a timer on it where it starts to just, pieces of rubber come off it or whatever, but it's holding up. Phone charger's holding up. It's a classy look. When people come to my house and they see my phone charger in the kitchen, I can tell they know I'm sophisticated. Yeah, then you get a little respect. Nothing's going to come flying off of this computer charger right here. You know what you're looking at right here? You're looking at Kevlar. You should not try to deflect bullets with your computer charger. I'm just saying with Nomad, you could. You could get a Nomad phone cover suit 
and then you would be uh, invincible. And you could kill everybody. Immortal, you'll be the Highlander. Check out Nomad Nomad at nomadgoods.com slash Alice to see what living the nomad lives all about. That's N O M A D G O O D S dot com slash Alice. We're talking to you today about Express VPN. What are we talking about? Let me tell you. When you went to pick out your internet service provider, your ISP, did you have a multitude of, of choices to choose from? I didn't. I looked up who I could get internet from in my neighborhood. Turns out one company, that's Monopoly. You know what companies do when they have that kind of power? They abuse it. There's a very good chance your ISP is mining your data, invading your privacy. They are making money off of invading your life. Are they looking at my nudes? Absolutely, positively. Nice. They could draw a police sketch of your penis. I would like I would like that. I would frame that. For those of us who don't want our ISP to be drawing pictures <laughs> of our penis, there's ExpressVPN. You can, uh, you, can, you can encrypt your network data, tunnel it through a secure VPN server. Your ISP can't see any of your activity. Best of all, all this happens without slowing down your connection. So stop, ha- stop handling... So, sorry, stop handing over your personal data to ISPs and other tech giants who mine your activity and sell uh, off your information. Man, that is some bologna sandwiches. Protect yourself from the VPN I trust uh, to keep me private online. Visit expressvpn.com slash Ellis. That's express, I'll spell it, E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash Ellis to get your three, wait, yeah, three extra months free. Dang. Go to expressvpn.com slash Ellis right now to learn more. Yay. I heard, well, I've heard about drinking the piss. And right? then I found out that it doesn't do anything. And I was like, I'm glad. Cause I, I said to myself after that first cup in the morning, yeah, I don't think I could make this a regular thing. Seems too painful to swallow. Well, quick P tangent before I, I continue with the placenta, because I've heard that actually too from like Thai aunties, actually. Like one of my mom's friends Drink your piss. was all about drinking her own piss, yeah, right? Yeah. But she told you that. Th- I heard through the through the old Asian people <laughs> yeah. grapevine. Probably best that it goes through the grapevine. <laughs> and she said, you gotta get rid of the first like the first few squirts is like you don't drink that because uh, you're clearing stuff out. Yeah, that's what I drank. Yeah, so you let that go, and then the the one that the stream that comes after that, drink that. Uh, oh, you're back in the game. Yeah, no, I just gotta piss a little bit first. Then <laughs> yeah, yeah. Piss. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It almost seems like the shit that falls out of our body falls out of our body for, for a reason. reason. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. So the placenta. <laughs> yes. So I was like, look, man. I also have this theory that if you eat shit that other people don't, it'll make you like a more powerful person. You know what I'm saying? So whenever, yeah. I like to go to menus and find the weirdest thing on the menu, you know? And huh. I'm like, not a lot of people, like everyone's eating chicken and pork and beef, but I'm like, you know, and I, I saw, there's like a, a, a an Italian restaurant in LA that I really like, and they had like a, a, a cow brain, like- um, You eat brains? Yeah, I ate some brains. How are brains? It, it, was, it was great. Are you seriously telling the truth or are you I, just saying that? No, I swear. It was, like, it it like, been, it was in, like, like a liquefied goo? It, it was in a ravioli. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like testa? Brain ravioli. No, it was actually uh, Austria mozza. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I just have this thing. I like to eat weird shit, right? Yeah. So I thought, okay. I asked my wife first. I'm like, yo, you want to go halfers on this placenta? And she was like, no, I am. I will pass, right? Oh. Uh, so a lot of people, a lot of women 
will get their placentas encapsulated. So it's like you can pop them. Oh, that's cheating. That's, yeah, I know. So I'm like, all right, babe, you want to, look, look, if you want to do this, let's let's encapsulate half and then you can take the pills and I'm going to grill this motherfucker up, right? And she was like, okay, I'll think about it. So a lady actually DM'd me on Instagram when she saw that um, I, you know, that we were having a baby. And she was like, hey, if you're interested in this, I do this. I'll take the placenta from the hospital. I'll clean it the way it should be cleaned. And then I will encapsulate them for you. And I was like, okay, that's lit. Can you actually do half of it and save me the other half? Because I want to like grill it up. And she was like, uh, cool. So like what form, what do, I'm picturing like some sort of disgusting pancake. Yes. Oh, all right. I thought you were just going to eat it raw out of her snatch. Nah. Nah. That's like an So does it come, it comes out as a semi-solid mass? Wow. Like a, I'm picturing a raw McRib, actually. Like a, it's like a, a like a flattened jellyfish? A, no, it's like a veiny pancake. Oh, it's got veins in it? Ooh. Well, not, not necessarily like veins, but like, uh, it's like a, it's like a bloody livery pancake looking. It's how, uh, it's like, it's like, it looks like an organ. Yeah, what really was the brain that it. talked on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Crank. <laughs> Crank. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, you're, 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 you put it in a pan? It was like that, but less cute. Uh, <laughs> so I got the half of it. I um, threw it in a pan with some butter and some garlic and onions. Mm. And I chopped it up and I put it in a quesadilla. Uh. And, uh, and, I, and I ate it. How was it? Honestly. It, it wasn't bad. You know, I mean, it tasted like garlic and onions and, 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 and liver. And, uh, and um, it, the texture of it is... The rib? No. Uh, uh. Hey, which is better, McRib or placenta burrito? You know what? It depends. Let me get the placenta with some of that McRib sauce and some onions and some pickles. Who knows, right? But have you ever had like a lengua taco, like the tongue? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, no. That was like the texture of it. You know what I'm saying? And like kind of livery. Definitely tasted like you're eating an organ. Did you, you know, get a lot awful. of energy after? Did you feel the power? All right. So here, check this out. It gave me a very specific superpower for like two weeks. For two weeks… Every time I chopped onions, I didn't cry. And that was it. Worth it. I think so. How often do you chop onions in your life? You know, we get the HelloFresh uh, boxes, and it always comes with some onions to chop up. Yeah. So probably like every other day. And yeah. it was one day, because usually that shit really hits me, and I get really teary. Yeah. And in one day, I was like, babe, yo. So do you think that the placenta made you more manly or less remorseful for life? <laughs> <laughs> like I was just less emotional about yeah, chopping like the onions. You're not crying because you don't cry anymore. You're just like fuck everything. You I'm know, a placenta man. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Like maybe if I should have tried just watching like Lion King and then seeing what, yeah. what happened. Oh man, that would have been the test. I still haven't watched that. Ever, 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 ever. Not the first one or the next or the other one that everyone tried to tell me to go. Uh, <laughs> I don't care, stupid cartoon cat. <laughs> fuck you. Everybody, you got to watch it. I'm like, no. It's really good. No, you got to watch it if you're nine. See? No, Lion King holds up, bro. Yeah, if you no, first I, saw it when you were nine. I heard that. No, it's still really good. But you only, what you also I, I have watch- two children. Don't tell me what children's <laughs> movies are good. <laughs> you don't like Lion King as a grown not man? particularly. Really? No. I'm not saying I want to fight the Lion King. I'm just saying I don't want to watch it. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of rooting for like, the uncle, to be honest. I don't want to watch the- <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I don't want to watch The Passion or Lion King. Like, Passion of the Christ? Christ? Yeah. Those two are like neck and neck with I'm not watching it. Okay. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Anything with Kevin Spacey in it. Shit like that, you know? So you came of age in Long Beach in the 90s. <laughs> what was it like being a Thai rapper during the height of Snoop Dogg? <laughs> 
I I lived in Long Beach till I was I was ten. Hmm. So like it it wasn't a good part of Long Beach, but I wasn't like really out and about. You know what I'm saying? I was ten, and then um we moved to the city of Paramount, which is in between like Long Beach and Compton, which is you know it's still like wasn't like the best area, but um. And I was also, you know, one of the only Asian kids in my high school. But, you know, I had a good time. People like me. You know what I'm saying? I'm adorable. I didn't have a hard time. It was cool. He is pretty lockable. (laughs) I'm not. I'm serious. You don't seem like a guy. Like, if I got beef with you, it's my problem. Yeah. You know what? You know, it happens. I'm just kind of like, I'm like, I'm I'm cool. Would you like a refreshment while you're here on the Jason Ellis show? Sure. I mean, what else? Oh, oh, sure. I have a refreshment lady. Who brings refreshments? Okay, yeah. And a lot of our guests get thirsty. Yeah. I'm always down. I'm, I'm, I stay thirsty. Thank you so much. She's a very nice yeah, lady. <laughs> hey, thank you. Giving us some liquid death. Liquid death. Hot chicks and water is what we do. The here. coolest looking yeah. carbonated water you can drink. Yeah. Everybody yeah. thinks it's beer. I gave one right. to my man too. yesterday. And- my favorite thing to do is to pound thank one uh, while I'm. <laughs> Uh, on the streets next to a cop car because I want them to like go is he yeah does he have the audacity to drink a beer right next to me right I'm like I please please pull me over so you can sip my bubble water then I start swerving yeah (laughs) (laughs) so ballsy just swerve in front of him with the pour a little bit of liquid dead as a little kid I used to like to buy the little apple cider um, the Martinelli's and they used to come in the like little apple cider bottles and it looked like beer and then dudes would always be looking at me crazy on the street but But not but never tested nah nah they wouldn't test me bro I'm from Long Beach do you ever get in fights from being in battle raps and being a smart ass at every like cause I see Every now and then people throw shit at you, throw it back. Every now and then anyone ever crack? Oh yeah, on Wild and Out? Nah, no one ever got mad. You know, I'm not like necessarily I was never like a in like the whole battle rap scene. On Wild and Out, it's very like, you know, it's 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 packaged. You know, it's like we're all there, we know what we're doing. I know they're coming at me, like I'm the Asian dude, they're gonna give me the Asian jokes. It's like, and if you're the fat dude on stage, you're gonna get the fat jokes. And you know, our, our white girl Justina, she would get all the, you know, you ain't got no ass jokes. And, yeah. and you know, it just kinda it comes with the territory. We get out there, we crack jokes, and at the end of the day, we all have a good time. What about not on Wildin' Out? Hmm. Uh, you know, uh, nah, I got no beef. But have you ever because I would assume you've had many rap battles that weren't on while and out like you 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 like that shit right you practice that's why you're so good at it you know i mean maybe in high school oh okay. in high school when when kids would find out when like when the kids were like yo we, he heard you rap it was always a kid that wanted to like challenge you like yo he wants to battle you at lunchtime or whatever you know what about certain jokes for nick cannon is, <laughs> is there like a, a a thing where you can't go too far on him like is there a, were you told not to Look at him eye to eye. Like <laughs> no. Prince. Who's it? What's his Just what's so you he... know, nothing rhymes with Mariah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. Yeah, because you could not do that on there. No fucking way, right? Or well, could you? Here's the thing. Thank you for this, by the way. This is refreshing. Thank you. Um there were after a few seasons, um, because you know, we were all, it was like if you had nothing to say, it was always like say Mariah joke to Nick, and the crowd would always go crazy, right? Yeah, okay. And I think I was on I was on Wild and Out for eight seasons, and I think by like my fifth one they're like all right guys look no more mariah jokes this year okay nick was like all right look man this shit's played out no more mariah jokes and we were like okay cool um and for the most of that but everything else was was free you know free you could do whatever say whatever um i think the only we had a 
the only guest one time that ever came on, the first time Rick Ross was on, like the producers were like, hey, no fat jokes. And everyone's like, oh, oh come on, bro. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, then Nick did a fat joke because, you know, like Nick, he's allowed to do whatever he wants, yeah. you know. And I think, I think maybe Rick Ross was just nervous that first time because when he came back the second time, they were like, all right, Rick Ross, you know, is there anything, you know, we got, we got to hold back anything? He was like, nah, go crazy. We're like, oh, okay. I think he understands more. It's like, hey, we're all just having a good time. Yeah. You know? So it's cool. weird to know that he had one thing <laughs> not to, because I, I would be worried when, when, any, when anyone ever tells me before I, like uh, uh, when I used to do radio at Sirius XM every now and then someone would be like, you yeah, know, we, we want you to interview this person, but don't say this one thing. Yeah. That would make that so much harder to do now. <laughs> even though I probably didn't even know that I wasn't going to ask that anyway, but yeah. now you're telling me that I got to not say one thing. I'm so close to saying it the whole time now <laughs> because you told me not to. It's like that red button that you I interviewed push. LL Cool J once and the boss told me, hey, man, just so you know, all the bosses are going to be listening. And I said, what does that mean? Yeah. And he's like, that's what I'm saying. Take that and do what you want with it. Okay. And I'm like, it sounds pretty serious. Yeah. And then he left. And I was like, fuck. And then the whole time before he called in, I was like, fuck. You know, <laughs> and, then, and then he fucking talked shit on me. Okay. He started shit. And I was like, can everybody's. My bosses are listening, and you're. I know that I'm like supposed to be, like, uh, real easy on this guy. Yeah, but he's he's telling me to get his nuts <laughs> over, get these balls over and over again. Okay, I can't. Like, I can't fifty times. Really? I can't defend myself. Yeah, because I said at the start, I was like, you're kind of <laughs> like the hip hop prince. Yeah. And he turned that into, nah, man, you wear arseless chaps. What? And oh, and I was like, and I was like, you fucking idiot. I was saying you're. <laughs> Fucking like the one of the greatest hip hop guys ever. Prince is the best, yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. well, like I think him. It was even more specific than that. It was that he had just gotten out of. He signed some horrendous like early days hip hop record deal. Yeah, that's why he I said signed it. the ten record deal. So all that time that he was selling all those records, he wasn't getting the money. Right. So this was the uh, this was finally the, got this out was his of eleventh album. Uh, so like like Prince. Oh, you're Prince. You're free from the label. Oh God. Yeah. And he just was like, nah, ask those chaps get these balls. Wow. And I was like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Mr. Cool J, you know, like still trying to be cool. Yeah. And then I think in the end, I kind of poked a little bit because it was out. Of, it was out of control. So he wasn't even being funny. He was like serious. I couldn't. T I couldn't. I think at, at first he might have been. And then I think I said something about in movie, you know, like, a ref you know, his head and how weird he looks with, <laughs> with no hair. And you know, yeah. I can tell that bald was a real hard hit for him. <laughs> And I think we had a little bit of back and forth. And then I could tell he was surfing the internet on my name because he goes, oh, you're a fighter. And I was like, yeah, I'm, if I'd beat you, you know. Mm. So little pokes, but never anything. I really just got chewed up and everyone was like, best interview ever. And I'm like, Hilarious. I, don't, I didn't do it. I just accidentally pissed this dude off. <laughs> well, uh, come, come on my podcast, bro. I won't call you Prince. Uh, pull up to, to No Chaser podcast. To LL, you're yeah, saying? I'm talking to That's a good yeah. idea. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, if you're interviewing me, I'll definitely show up with Arsles Chaps. That's kind of my favorite pants. Oh, yeah. You should come on the podcast, yeah. bro. Yeah. Uh, you have Arsles Pants on, I noticed. <laughs> what are those called that make your butt come out, but you still have pants on? It's called a big butt. Can I see that? Uh, I just said that. I 
Sure. No, go ahead. Was so close balance. to wearing wow. this outfit today. I'm so glad I didn't. <laughs> wow. That's great. Glad I said that. Sorry. Thank I'm, you for that. Yeah. I'm yeah apologizing no. and also thanking you at yeah. the same time. It's very confusing. Are you guys from the same uh, city in <laughs> Australia? <laughs> <laughs> His parents know each right, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. My dad was the singer of ACDC. <laughs> And her dad was the singer of uh, fucking um, Silverchair. Silverchair, yeah. You know what? I, you know what I love about Australia? Silverchair yeah, is like, her dad. We're talking to you today about Ship Station. If you're going to be shipping stuff from your small business, from your home or office, Ship Station, it's everywhere you want to be. It's the only place you want to be. You get this great idea. You got this product. You have built a better mousetrap and then you got to get the thing made and you do it and you have it in your hands and it's great and you got to get online and you got to get people to buy it and then I go whoa that thing is so awesome I need like 10 of those and then you go oh my god you're looking at all these interfaces and buttons and questions and what kind of shipping and how much does it weigh and you realize now you're in over your head this is actually the hard part or at least it was until ShipStation came along to make the hard part of selling stuff online the easy part Ship more in less time. Just use the offer code Alice to get a 60-day free trial. That's two months free of no-hassle, stress-free shipping. Just go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in Alice. That's ShipStation.com into the offer code Alice. Hey, everybody. Make ship happen. We're talking to you today once again about good R. X. Have you had this experience? Who has not had this experience? You go to the doctor, you get a prescription, and then you go to the counter at your local pharmacy, and you literally have no idea what they're, they could go, uh, that'll be eight bucks, or they could go, uh, that'll be $357. Yeah. You have no idea. And what do you do? You just take it. They're, they have the drugs. They're the only game in town. You just give them the money. Did you know it doesn't have to be that way? Did you know prescription prices can vary between pharmacies by as much as $100. I'm not exaggerating. That was news to me. Can I cast in this ad? I don't know. Probably not. It's baloney. It is. Hot, wet baloney. Wow. There you yes. go. That's almost as bad as what I was going to say. Good yes. to you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting fired up about this. Hot and wet. <laughs> Checking GoodRx is free and easy. It only takes you a few seconds to find discounts. They can save you on discount drugs. Hear me out here, folks. Up to 80%. That's that's huge, Michael. That's the opposite of hot wet bologna. That's what that is. Uh, f so for simple, <laughs> smart savings on your prescriptions, check GoodRx. Go to GoodRx.com slash Ellis. That's GoodRx.com slash Ellis. GoodRx.com slash Ellis. GoodRx is not, in not insurance, but it can be used instead of insurance. In 2020, GoodRx users saved an average of 79% off their retail prices. Bro, one of my favorite things about Australia is um, y'all love saying cunt so much. Yeah, my friend in my phone, his name is Sick Cunt. Yeah. yeah. Jake Brown, I, greatest skateboarder I, ever lived. I, dude, I try to tell people that and like, people are like, no, no way. I'm like, bro, every time I'm in Australia, it's like, oh, you're such a sick cunt. You're such a sick cunt. And I'm like, oh man, this is great. Dude, one time I took mushrooms at a party <laughs> and there was this fire pit and everybody was around the fire pit and then people started to leave because it was getting late. And I was just playing with the sand with my hand and I had a hoodie on. Mm. And then a group of people started talking about Australians <laughs> and how disgusting they are and they're, they're third world people and all they ever do is say cunt. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm, 
I'm I'm tripping and boiling at the same time. I'm I'm <laughs> yeah. slowly boiling more and more, and I'm my undercover jaw- bogan. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe these guys are doing that. And the worst part was there was three girls that were listening, and the whole time this one guy would say more information about how fucked up we are. Yeah, they'd go, "Oh my god, is it really true? Ew, they're so disgusting." And and I'm. I am not, f- hey, cunt, I am not fucking disgusting. <laughs> but in the end, a snowboarder guy that's a friend of mine, yeah. he sat down and he goes, he goes, yeah, yeah, they're they're pretty crazy, you know. And, and I'm like, motherfucker, <laughs> I'm sitting right next to you. You're my fucking friend. What do you mean they're free old cunts? And then he turns around. He goes, oh, Alice, I didn't see you there. And I was like. Nah, you fucking didn't, did you, cunt? <laughs> Surprise, cunt. Yeah, Surprise. and I was like, fuck you, fuck you. I did a whole, I fucking. You I, fulfilled the stereotype. Yeah, yeah, I did I did not do as proud at all. I didn't call any Attacked of the girls. Attacked them all with a gigantic knife he keeps in his pocket. <laughs> yeah, 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 call that a knife. Don't make me use my snake. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled a snake out of my pocket and made it bite them all. Yeah. <laughs> No, smeared, but I, smeared Marmite on his victims. I had to tell everybody that they're pieces of shit. And yeah. then I had to go to my tent and I was still tripping. So my wife was asleep. So I just get in the tent and sit there by myself in the dark, <laughs> analyzing that people think I suck because I'm Australian. Damn. And I was like, wow, I just got fucking profile. That's crazy. I'm discriminated. I never thought that that would happen. They weren't cultured, bro. Yeah. I, I, lo- I love the people in Australia. I always have a good time out there. Yeah, the, fuck those guys. Yeah. I'm gro- I'm gross, but I know tons of Australians that are super <laughs> awesome. Not even gross. I know people. My stepmom's never said cunt. Hmm. You don't think? Okay, she probably said it, even, but I've even never even heard. When she stubs her toe. I no, she, no. She's right. not. That's in, control. She no, was exa- married to somebody yeah. that said cunt all the time, but I never. I've heard her say fuck. Because it makes sense to her, but cunt does, is not in her vocabulary. It occurred to me recently, I don't think my dad has ever said, or my mom for that matter, has ever said fuck once in their entire life. Wow. That wild? Yeah, that's ridiculous. I usually say it before breakfast. <laughs> it's pretty handy. Not even when you're not around, you don't think they, they've ever said fuck? No, I, I don't. I could be wrong, but I would bet I would bet my life savings that they have never ever yeah, said Yeah, because at word. this point, I don't think a fuck is something they have to worry about telling you, you know? No, they could let it fly. You've heard it. I let it sure fly at this point. Accidentally, but it had happened. Did like, they? I've had like five accidents in front of my nine-year-old. I think I would know if my parents. <laughs> Do they fuck. check you if you say yeah. "fuck" in front of your parents? Uh, Do your parents go really, Michael? One time, one time, I I, uh, I I asked my dad what he would do in a given situation hypothetically, and he said, "Would you just say?" I was, we were kind of having a disagreement, and I said, "Would you just say fuck it?" And and he goes, "Well, I would never say that." So no, oh. I wouldn't say okay. that. Are and you I, super religious, right? Yeah, oh. that's all it is. My dad kind of learned more like. Uh, urban cussing, I guess, from watching my videos and like slang cussing. Wow. Because he would always be like, you know, like, you know, when I was younger, it might be like a shit here and there. But like, as, you know, he watched more of my videos now, like every once in a while, he'd be like, oh, your mom, oh my, oh, M, effing G. Like he'll say shit <laughs> like that. Oh, M, effing G. Like, oh, your mom is being a biatch. Oh. Like shit like that. You know what I'm saying? You taught your dad to curse. I, I, yeah. It's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, he taught me, uh, you know, how to like, you know, walk and talk and shit, and I taught him how to curse. It's pretty cool. It's a fair trade. Did I see that you paid off your parents' home? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. A few years ago. That wow. was definitely highlight of like of of uh you know my my, my life of my life, you know. It's gonna oh, feel good, right? Feels great. You know, always something I told them I was gonna do and like Oh, look, you did? Yeah, yeah. Especially Were your parents uh poor? We definitely we didn't have a lot of money growing up, you know what I'm saying? Like um even before like before the restaurant, you know, uh we were just in like a tiny apartment in Long Beach and then once we opened the restaurant, it was still like Money was better, but it wasn't great. Like, restaurants are really, like, hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I always told them, like, you know, I know this is weird of me trying to do this entertainment shit, but, like, I promise you it'll pay off one day. I know this is, like, you know, me going to shoot, like, fucking videos with my friends till 2 a.m. seems like it's not lucrative. But I'm like, I'm like, yeah, man, just just trust me. It's going to work out. I'm going to pay, pay off the house. And they were always, like, supportive of me. Always went to, like, school plays and shit like that. And we're always very, like, in my corner with everything. You know, I think, especially in terms of Asian parents, you know, like, where it's, like, traditionally and stereotypically, they want you to, you know, stay in school, be, be a doctor. It's like, they were always mad supportive of me. So, like, you know, I just wanted to pay them back. Well, just judging by your work, it, it's a creative spark that is... uh is a big, like, fiery flame in you. And and I feel like if you, unless you're a complete moron of a parent, you can tell <laughs> right. that this kid is fucking on something. Like, I've got kids. If my son was like, I'm going to do, I'm gonna do the videos. Trust, I'm going here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'd be like, fucking get it, dude. Yeah. Go get it. Because I can tell you're on fire. Hell yeah. That's, I, I had the same thing with skateboarding with my parents. You could, that wasn't even a job when I said I was going to be a pro skateboarder. Mm-hmm. But they could tell that it was like, he's finally into something that isn't... Um, bad you know mm-hmm. like he's into something positive with the all his heart mm-hmm. so go ahead and try it now youtube wasn't a job when you started youtube people forget that for yeah. the longest time that was a joke i remember south park doing a whole episode about everybody in a viral video waiting for their paycheck <laughs> and the uh, joke yeah. was it's not fucking coming you don't make money on youtube yeah i mean when i when i started on youtube i mean it was so early there was literally there was no monetization yeah, there right. was no ads there was nothing you know what i'm saying i remember my first brand deal was like for 500 bucks i was like fuck yeah i made it you know what i'm saying <laughs> yep. and um you know eventually um, it just got to a point where you were able to monetize and you know, it was like little little shit. I think my first check was like for a thousand dollars and I was like, hmm, okay, this is this is going somewhere, you know? And I yeah. just and I never really ever had a video that went viral, viral. And um and I think I'm kind of grateful for that, like because I never got known for that one thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I've just kind of been consistently uh uploading and doing my shit for the past like 15 years. What so. is your most successful YouTube video? Uh, show um so when I was back when I was doing sketches and stuff yeah. uh, and like you know a couple like little parodies here and there one of the first things that really ever got me recognized when I was walking around when I was still in school before I dropped out um, I did a you know that song American Boy by Estelle and Kanye West uh, you know I, you mean my American boy that one song nah, it doesn't matter so I did a we're par- huge Kanye fans <laughs> can you tell <laughs> so I did a a parody of that, but it was like, I can be your first Asian boy. And it was about why girls should date Asian guys. And I was kind of like, it was funny, but it was also like bars. Like I was really like rapping this shit. Yeah. So uh, it was catchy. It was funny. And uh, it was the first one that like really kind of got spread around in different blog sites. And people were like recognizing me. Oh, like, yo, you know, oh, the Asian boy YouTube shit, you know? And, uh, and yeah. So what makes you transition from doing that into, I'm going to do an eating show? <laughs> Man, well, you know what? Like, like you said, right, my family had a Thai food restaurant for 20 years, and uh, my mom 
you know, I've, I've always loved food, even when we were broke. Like, I always, you know, even when I would watch, like, fucking the Food Network, and it was all this food, like, I never heard of or couldn't afford. Like, once I, I actually got some money, I was like, I want to eat all this shit. Yeah. So, um, I just kind of felt like there was um, a whole generation of foodies that there wasn't any programming for. Like, you know, diners, drive-ins, and dives is great, but I don't think there's necessarily a, a show for the demographic of, like, a young foodie that doesn't necessarily know all the all the technical terms, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's like... That isn't hosted by a guy with frosted tips and backward sunglasses. I mean, hey, shout out to Guy Fieri. But, yeah. <laughs> but just, you know, I was like, I, my generation needs some food shows, you know? So I, I started doing um, Send Foods with my comedian foodie homie, David So, and then um, that got picked up and we were able to travel and eat and talk shit and get so drunk good. and stuff. It was great. Yeah, yeah, Best yeah, job yeah. ever. Oh, the best. And then the pandemic happened and we couldn't shoot anymore. <laughs> but what about now? Are you, are you talking about going back out there? Yeah, I mean, you know, the company, I sold this at Thrillist a few years ago. Thrillist is, I mean, they kind of slacking right now in terms of picking up production again. But I'm just, you know, I'm just going back to my, my YouTube shit and shooting my own stuff until things pick up again. And, you know, now that the world's opening up, just getting out there. What's the thing that is the most successful uh, business that you have right now? I mean, you know what? Honestly, it's like... Um, the YouTube shit is still consistent. Yeah. You know, it's like I've I've had to switch gears over the years. Like the, the podcast does uh decent enough, right? Yeah. Cause like when I started, I was doing all just like sketches and parodies and I was like cranking out like these sketches every week. And YouTube didn't really uh like it's not really a place for sketches like that anymore. No one really cares. And like my audience kind of grew up with me. So is now that word of mouth, sorry to interrupt, but yeah, is yeah. that word of mouth or do you get the vibe that that what you were doing is no longer popular. Like, how do you figure out? Because you just said that doesn't work anymore. Well, yeah. How well, did you know? It's kind of weird. It's just kind of like you peep the scene a bit, right? Because when I was doing my thing, everybody was doing sketches on YouTube. And then it kind of became a thing where it like fizzled out and it always kind of moves in waves. Yeah. And now every motherfucker that I, that I came up with on YouTube has a podcast, you know, and, and now we're all just kind of like, hey, man, you want to be on my podcast? I'll do your podcast. And it's kind of like, I think the demo for the OGs in the space has grown up and they're like, we don't really care about these two minute like comedy sketches anymore. We kind of, we're driving to work. We're driving our kids to school. We want to listen to you just talk about bullshit, you know? So it's kind of like if you made a name for yourself now, podcasting is so hot that the the switch from whatever it is that you've created a name for yourself into a podcast, that's kind of your fans are like, oh, Thank you, because that's how I like to consume people now. Yeah, it's just kind of been like a natural progression, you know, uh, where I felt like these teens that were watching me 15 years ago, they're all fucking late 20s, 30s yeah. now. They got shit to do. Yeah. And it's like they'd rather just, I'm on my lunch break at work. Let me put this on, you know? Being somebody that can tell what's moving, uh, what's coming along, do you see the next thing? Like, uh, do you see podcasting? Fading away to me uh, as a professional broadcaster, and I, uh, I feel weird saying that, but listening to a lot of people in podcasting, I, I am because a lot of people it seems like, oh, podcasting, I'll do a podcast, right? And right. I'm like, yeah, actual, like what you're doing is shit. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, shit yeah. At your job, but I can tell you've got all these other things, and this is just a thing that because I feel like it's it's so hot right now that mm -hmm. you don't even have to have the ability to talk in a microphone and be entertaining. I mean, that's just, what people think, right? It just seems like everyone's giving it a go now, and I think that it's so 
acceptable thanks to Howard Stern, who I think created the whole, I'm just going to tell you exactly what I'm thinking, not any scripted shit. Mm -hmm. And then the Joe Rogans of the world where you, you, I'm just going to talk and tell you what's on my mind. Mm -hmm. And it's real, mm -hmm. which means people, other people that are real with no broadcasting ability go, oh, I could tell you a story about my day. Mm -hmm. And they don't know that, you know, your day, one, maybe your day sucks, it's boring, right. or... You don't know how to tell the tale to make your boring story exciting. Yeah, every group of like two or three friends that like laughs and tells stories to each other, they're immediately like, oh, we got to start a podcast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of people, you know, like it's, it seems easy. And I mean, I think when you, um, when, when you're good at just talking, talk, like actually, I mean, people don't realize the difference between like talking to your friends and actually like, talking and like keeping the conversation going yep. and like actually make having like an engaging conversation trying you know to find the best of it yeah yeah instead yeah. of just getting through it like what's the best thing what's the weirdest thing what's the most entertaining thing what's the scariest thing mm -hmm. but not hey man i wrote down what's the scariest thing you've ever done what's this you know it's it's got to be what you feel is going to come out and and you've got to steer it that way it's a it's like a skill for sure yeah hey hey you're killing it bro so are you. <laughs> <laughs> Did I see that you're also at least dabbling in the mukbang phenomenon? Yeah. What you is know, that? Yo, so you know how people just like eat on YouTube and then like get gets millions of views? Like literally okay, yeah, just eating yeah. on camera? Yeah. And uh, I thought it was the weirdest shit. It right? is. It, it's, it's pretty fucking weird, right? But like it to this day, some of my most successful videos yet <laughs> so, does that when, when that happens does that make you think less of the people who consume your shit make um, you think actually they're just a bunch of idiots <laughs> um okay so here's the thing right <laughs> um I, okay so I learned a long time ago it's like I'm not gonna judge people for what they like <laughs> uh, -huh. uh you know it's like you can be mad at someone with a trash song getting getting popular but it's like hey man everybody everything has an audience right yeah. insane clown posse sure I, I, that was my first learning lesson where I was like, you fucking suck so fucking hard. It blows my mind. Making millions. Everybody loves it. They all come out and watch him. Shut up, Jason. They did it. They well, did and, it. And that's, that's what they were trying to do. If it's not your style, suck a butt. There's a lot Still of trash very songs. successful. There's a million bad people on YouTube. And if somebody has, you know, one hit wonder, whether it's a viral video or a, a song, mm -hmm. maybe that was dumb luck. But right. if you can do it where people stick with you for weeks, months, years, yeah. even if it's the stupidest shit ever. Magnets. You're doing, you're how doing, do they work? How do they, how do they work? I, I rest my case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And I, so the mukbang shit. So, so I was like. You know, because I was doing food content. And, yeah. and people were like, yo, Tim, you should do a mukbang. You're so, like, we love to watch you eat. And I was like, man, this is weird. Like, honestly, like, as a fucking person who kind of prides myself in being creative and, like, and, 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 and making quality shit, I was like, ah, I don't want to just eat on camera for an hour. Like, this is weird, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then I did one. And for me, it's, it's less about, because, you know, some people literally just eat. Like they don't talk. They'll. It's like it's all about like the the ASMR of the eating noises and the and the and the you know and the and the. <laughs> it's kind of like I would watch Aubrey suck on a lollipop. It's a, it's a little horny. Like some people and get it's into the lollipop sucking. That's a cool video. This would get millions of views, right? Yeah, it's getting one right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I started doing it, and the shit did so well. I mean, it's mine are more about the conversation, and what people were telling me is that like. What I do when you put out a mukbang is I will, on my lunch break, when I have an hour and I'm eating by myself, I'll put it on and it's like I have company and I'm eating with wow. somebody. 
Man, that is so, I get it, but also, what the fuck? Yeah. I've never watched a whole, I've, I've like, I've never watched one, but I just, I do them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You don't watch your own work to see it's how good it. When looks I have to, eating. when I have to watch mine, it's like, oh, I hate it. Like, do you edit it? I edit just to cut out if there's like a lull in the combo and it's just a, us chewing for like a minute. Then I'm yeah. like, let me get this bullshit out of here because that's not what mine are. Okay, but I'm like, oh, I hate it. But yeah. my first exposure to it, I was dating this girl that that told me about it, and I was like, that that can't be a real thing. And she <laughs> she pulled up this girl who it basically it looked like one of those aluminum trash cans. That like they beat people with in the WWE. <laughs> she like took the lid of one of them, turned it upside down, and filled it with spices, mm. and took a big spoon and ate the entire thing with a spoon, just casually. And it's this long ass video of her eating an entire lid filled with like an inch deep of spice, and she just ate this fucking thing. That's not what I do. No. <laughs> Remember that guy that ate a car? I can't say that I recall that. <laughs> it was before YouTube. But a guy ate a car, or maybe it was the engine or something, but he ate like a whole bunch of metal. He like took it apart and ate it. There was a dude that- I would watch that. Would just eat shit like that. I know who you're talking about. Eh? Oh, I, don't, I don't know his name, but there was a dude that was just like, oh, I'm going to break this glass bottle apart and eat yeah, it. Yeah, glass eating guys too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty weird. Did you ever see the guy put a jar in his butt and then the jar explodes? It breaks, yeah. Yeah. That's a great video. Yeah, too. the glass jar. Yeah. yeah, I always cut out before it actually breaks. Though I couldn't watch that whole. Thing. I, it turns out that guy. Um, I don't know if it's true or not because it's the internet. But apparently, that guy has done that more than once, and that's kind of a thing that he gets off on. What? Yeah, that he puts a glass so big in his butt that it breaks and cuts his butt. And then, he, and then he collabs then he goes, with glass then, eating guy. He gets all horny and goes to the doctor <laughs> and goes, "Ooh, stitch my hole," you know. <laughs> I think you missed a couple shards. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. He likes shards in his ass. Wow. Yeah. Each to their own, you know? Yeah, he's doing so. it for the love. Yeah, I mean, hey. I mean, like, you eat McRib. Yeah, I eat McRibs, which, which punishes my asshole in a different way, you know? <laughs> is, it a, is it a punishing meal? No, it's great. Because right. you seem like a guy that eats a lot of fast food, so I don't see how it would I don't, interrupt I, your body at all. I don't do it a lot, but I do, I do cherish it on occasion, yeah. Right. Luckily, the McRib is seasonal. Why did you have more than one meal of Wendy's before you came here? <laughs> or did you, like, did you order more for me to, like, no, bond? I, or what was I that? I was ordering. So we, we ran, actually, so I ordered Wendy's breakfast this morning for me and wifey because we ran out of eggs. Oh. And uh, I ordered my Postmate order, and I accidentally ordered an extra Wendy's breakfast sandwich. Right. And I was like, let's see who wants it at the podcast. Right. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. I appreciate the. The generous. If you guys want it, it's in the car, chilling. Let me know. I'm going to keep that in mind. Kevin, yeah. you ate shit, right? <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. All right. I Would do. you eat a Wendy's breakfast sandwich? Um, If I had to. I'm not. Right. I'm, okay. Out of all the, the shit that I eat, I'm not necessarily a big fast food guy. Right. Mm. I used to know a guy who kept spare fast food burgers in his glove compartment. Wow. Wait. Old like ones? He would go to, he used to get burgers at AMPM, mm -hmm. which is the convenience store. That's already store. been there for way too long. <laughs> the convenience, for people who don't know, the convenience store that's inside a gas station. Yeah, so they're uh, built to last. Yeah. Oh, man, they're built to do something. <laughs> and he would like buy six and eat two. And then if he gave you a ride, he'd go. I remember he had a slash sticker from Guns N' Roses on his glove compartment. And he'd always ask you if you wanted a burger when you got in his car. And if but, you happened to say yes, he'd open the glove how compartment. How long would they be in there, though? 
I, w- I drove cross country with this guy and we got the trunk of the car got robbed in New York the night before we left. And the only thing that was in it was his clothes. And we were in a stage in our life where that didn't mean you necessarily went and bought more. So I lent him a pair of boxers. Okay. And he tried to give them back to me at the end of America. Because <laughs> yeah. he'd been wearing them the entire time. He didn't want them back. I'm guessing the burgers could be in his glove compartment for any length God. of time. And he was oh. like, thank God they didn't take my burgers from the glove compartment. <laughs> Not without my burgers. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you carpooled with Wimpy from Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> so Selena, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah. <laughs> why, why are you busting these balls for Selena? I never quite understood, like, the enduring... No? Like, were you a huge fan when she was... No, it, alive? The, the movie made me a fan. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched the movie, uh, you know, when I was younger. Like, I, I wasn't like a, a Selena fan when Selena was popping. But yeah, yeah, the movie put me onto the music and then, yeah. Wait, Selena died? I hate, for you, to, I hate for you to find out this way. Yes. The, the, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I was just yeah. starting to get into her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Spanish lady, right? Uh, Mexican, yeah. Yeah, singer. Right. From Houston. So she was, she was really... Big in like the Mexican American in community. the eighties, yeah, or nineties. I want to say 90s. and she yeah. was just starting to maybe <clears throat> potentially cross over to a, a mainstream uh, English speaking. She died in a bus accident. She no, got she got shot by like a, a woman that was like really close to her family, like a nanny or something. Oh, yeah. What did she do to the nanny to deserve that, dude? I don't, it's a whole, it's a whole thing that I don't she was, know like, exactly. Obsessed with her, right? Yeah, I think she was like an like obsessed. That. Oh no, kind of stalkerish. Fan. Do you have any super fans that say they want to kill you or anything? No one that wants to kill me. You get a lot of like consi- no or, or eating a lot of consistent uh, hate comments, and then you find out that those are actually from like your biggest fans. You what know? are the what is the common hate for you, Tim? <clears throat> um, I mean, you know what? It's it, it's just a bunch. It's just like random shit talking. You get a lot of people that are like, oh, he thinks he's. He thinks he's so cool. Oh, or okay. like, oh, that's not a bad diss. Nah, or or you know, it's like, oh, he's such a wannabe. Wannabe then, what? Like, he, oh, he thinks he's like a. He thinks he's a thug. He thinks he's a gangster. Oh, you know what I'm saying, or he thinks you know he. Thinks, why? Do, why would they say they think you're a gangster? You don't come across like that. I mean, like back in the day when I was first putting up videos, I think people were so not used to uh, seeing an Asian dude just kind of. You know, really? like I, if I, I'd literally just be in like a backwards hat, just talking, and they'd be like, "This, this fool thinks okay. he's a gangster." Well, okay. you had this the the performing name too, right? The stage name. Oh yeah, Timothy De La Ghetto, which was like, uh, like oh yeah. So like my my old stage name was Timothy De La Ghetto, and De La Ghetto is actually from an old episode of The Fresh Prince. But it was a lot of people who were like, "Oh, he he he, why is he claiming the ghetto? This oh, and this okay. and that." You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, and uh, and there was one specifically this dude in um who was, like, always leaving hate comments on all my videos, right? Yeah. It was always talking some type of shit. Like, like He's I, a huge fan. And then, and then one, like, let's say his name was, like, I don't know. His name was, like, Liquid Death 89 right? Yeah. And then I, I got to a point where if I didn't see a hate comment from Liquid Death 89 I'm like, yo, where, where, where'd he go? What's wrong? Need a wellness yeah. check? Is he okay? Yeah. yeah. And then one day I was doing a meet and greet in Vancouver at a club. And this dude comes up to me and he's like, hey, bro, it's me. It's Liquid Death 89. I was like, what the fuck? And he's like, I'm actually a huge fan, bro. I just like talking shit. I was like, oh, God. And he's like, can we take a picture? I was like, sure. And then I pushed him into a elevator shaft. Nah. <laughs> and he died? <laughs> and he awesome. died. Yeah, Remember killed. that, people. Don't fuck with this guy, yeah, right? Yeah, fucking push you down. It is weird to know that you're straight to the core. Somebody You've really likes that. you to tell you that you <laughs> suck constantly. It's a weird, confusing thing. And it's hard to switch <laughs> up. I posted a photo the other day of some skateboard thing with Tony, and he, somebody said, 
garbage Smith grind, which is <laughs> I was doing a Smith grind. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I, that's a good Smith grind I was doing, <laughs> first of all. You probably so, wouldn't have posted it otherwise. Uh, yeah, and it's underneath Tony Hawk, so pretty fuck you. Yeah. But instead, I just did the laughing emoji because I wanted to say, well, fuck you, man, like garbage. You, fuck, you, what, you don't even know how to do one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then his reply the next day was like, oh, you know, a huge fan. I'm like, you got so close to right. me for just saying, go fuck yourself, dude. But he's just playing. I try just not to, to get into that trap because it happens all the time when someone talks shit and then I fucking get up and I'm like, you motherfucker. Hey, I tell you, you know what? And I say some shit back and they're like, LOL, I just wanted to get a reaction. I love your shit. I'm like, yeah. It is tough. Do you answer to your fans a lot on social media? Uh, if I'm pooping. Okay, only then? Yeah, yeah. I'll do a lot of, like, if I'm, if, it, it's to a point where if I'm, like, just replying to a bunch of people, like, the OG fans are like, oh, are you taking a shit right now, Tim? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know me, bro. That's a real conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you ever <laughs> help people? Because I feel like a lot of people would ask you for help. Like, financially? Or? No. Just like, uh, you know, how do you do it? I'm you know, Like, I feel like a lot of people ask me, you know, they're in a dark place, or how do you get, you know, how do you uh, become successful and you know, things like that. And sometimes they're legit questions. Yeah. Which is why I answer them all because I feel like you're in a position if you can help somebody, you should definitely do that. No, I agree. But I also unfortunately feel like a lot of it is complete bullshit <laughs> and, and not, they're just trying, they're like, this guy talks back. So I'm just going to keep talking. I think it depends, right? Like I said, it all really comes down to if it's like if I'm pooping, man, and I can't, I catch one of those, I'll write a whole paragraph. You know, you probably saying? poop a lot because you eat McRibs, right? I I just kind of I poop a lot regardless. I'm right. like a really regular dude. Is that yeah. a good thing to shit a lot? I think so. Right, that's what I've heard. You don't have roids or anything? Nah, no roids. Right. Just real like real peaceful. Do you happy drink a lot poops. of water? Um, not as much as I should. Do you drink soda? No. All right, you'll be all right. <laughs> Sorry, it's distracting. Our other guest is flexing her pecs. Oh, shit. <laughs> cool. Hey. I thought that was going to be our next guest that was going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe both of them will. We could have a flex off. All right. That's yeah. making me not know what I'm talking about anymore, which means we should probably wrap it up. Uh, what is all you, this guy? You got to check this guy out, everybody. If you want. He's a fucking. Yeah, okay. You don't have to. It's the other thing. It's not a mandate. Just. It's there on YouTube if you want to enjoy, but sure. many, many, many uh, videos of all different kinds of very, he's a fucking hustler. Yeah. Lots of stuff. And of course, your podcast. Yeah. No Chaser Podcast, uh, YouTube.com slash Timothy if you want to just watch all the things. Yeah. Um, You're just slash Timothy, huh? Yeah, I had to write. You were a, an I, early adopter. I, I, I wrote a personal email for that. <laughs> like, oh, wow. Because I looked up and I was like, no one was using it. Yeah. So I just emailed somebody at YouTube. I was like, hey guys, can I, can I have this? And they said, sure. Wow. Mm. <laughs> Do you know people at YouTube? I used to. What happened? You broke up with them? No, nah, just times have changed. They so, fired the people you knew? Yeah, pretty much. People move on. I don't really have the contacts that I used to. But was it was it handy? It was. Could you get things done on YouTube? Be like, if somebody was like, fuck your video, flag it, could you call and be like, unflag that shit? Uh, it would take a couple of days, but yeah. You had the power? I got to go through like three different people now, but you know, I can still so get So you can it. still do it? If someone flagged my shit and I felt like it was inappropriate, I could like it was it was a not just flagging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, could. I would love that, man. I got flagged. Sometimes people come come on the show, 
a girl was on that Hawk versus Wolf show and she took a huge slam on the mega ramp. Yeah. And they flagged it for the slam. Yeah. I'm like, it's a fucking skateboard slam. Yeah. How is that too far? I mean, I got a lot of videos that definitely should have the green light for monetization, but they got, they're in that yellow. Is there Why? anything that stands out as like the most egregious flagging you got where you're like, this is, how did this get flagged? This is so vanilla. Man, um, I'm just used to it at this point. I don't even ask anymore. <laughs> if my shit shows up in the yellow, I'm like, oh, all right, whatever. Next video, you know? What can you do? All right. Well, that, I like your attitude. Nothing I can do about it. <laughs> Note to self. Good stuff. <laughs> thanks for being on the show, dude. Thanks for having me, man. Oh, yeah. Thanks for driving down here. We appreciate it. And good luck with the rest of it. Doesn't seem like you need it, but I'll nice work. Nice I'll meeting you. I'll always take some more luck, bro. Appreciate yeah. it. Hey, nice meeting you, too. Thanks for having me, guys. Well, Aubrey, can, thank you for the yeah, thanks, thank Aubrey, you for the liquid death. Yeah, I appreciate it. What's your what are you at? What do you what's your Instagram? People want to check it out because that'd probably be the safest one. At Aubrey Black. At Aubrey Black. All right, we're gonna talk to Aubrey Black on the Patreon show. So if you want to check that out, uh, patreoncom slash mate. Enjoy the rest of your week, everybody. Don't die. If you want more Jason Ellis show, sign up for their Patreon at patreon.com slash ellismate for a two-hour show every Tuesday and Wednesday. To watch full episodes of the Jason Ellis show, subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash the Jason Ellis show. And don't forget to follow the crew on Instagram at Wolfmate, at Tollywood, at Kevin Craft at Underwearwolf and at The Jason Ellis Show. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, Oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash podcast 22. Shopify.com slash podcast 22.